Welcome everyone to the From Experience podcast, where we believe that the most successful people do what everybody else thinks is unreasonable, and we want to learn from the successful people's experiences. My name is Thomas Meister. I'm the creator and co-host of the From Experience podcast, here along with the amazing Mr. Eric Peterson. Eric, how are you today? I'm fantastic as always. Tom, how are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. It's really nice here in Orange County, guys. 80 degrees. Can't can't go wrong there. <laughs> so today we have an incredible guest. Uh, she's known as the Sunshine Warrior, and she's the senior mortgage advisor and the head of the Elite Branch Network at Keller Mortgage here today to dive into the topic of how to lead with inspiration over fear. Kelly Zitlow, everybody. How are we doing today, Kelly? Oh my gosh, I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah, played a little bit of tag. You're super busy. It's okay. Good. You're doing big things. So we really appreciate you making the time. I think now more than ever, there's a lot happening in the media. There's a lot happening in the world. And I think that people are getting a little confused in terms of what's important and what they can focus on to influence in a good way. So want to start off with anybody who's watching this or here that doesn't really know you all that well by asking you a kind of basic question in nature. But you know, we know that an inspirational and influential leader doesn't need to answer a basic question with a basic answer. So I uh, want to ask you, who are you and what do you do for a living? Mm. And it's such a good question. A nice setup, right? <laughs> so, um, so, you know, Thomas, when I think about who I am, if I really go back to when I was a little girl, I remember that one of my most favorite things to do was swing on the swing set. And I mean, I'm four to five years old and I would go out there and I would start swinging and I would keep pumping hard, keep pumping hard because I really thought that my toes could touch heaven. Like I just was all about it. And so I worked really hard every day on the swing set and all the while, I'm just like loving life. I am singing and I love to sing. I'm not a very good singer, but I would sing. My top three favorite songs were Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Jesus Loves Me, and Monkeys on the Bed. And I really just believed that I could touch heaven. Like that was just the little four to five-year-old little girl. And today, I, so I've always been a big dreamer. I mean, that's the point of that story. I dream big. And today, what I get to do is help people achieve their dreams. So, and when we do that in a couple different ways, we certainly do that with homeowners wanting to realize the dream of home ownership. And then also with our business partners who have the dream of building a world-class business. And so today I do the same thing I did when I was four. I reach for the stars. We work really hard and uh, we believe in big things for people and we help them achieve those goals. So I share that with you because I think that beliefs drive our behavior and behavior drives our results. And I think we all have these beliefs and as we grow up and we get older and older, sometimes the world starts to tarnish those very pure, innocent beliefs that we had. And I would just encourage you to kind of go back and find that little girl or that little boy and, and realize what, what were those pure beliefs that you had? And kind of what are you doing with those? I think that's wow. a, that's an awesome answer. You know what? Uh, that I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, The Hurt Locker, but it's uh -huh. a it's a really really good movie. But it was one of the most interesting, uh, I guess, lines that he delivers towards the end is you know he's off at war and he's dealing with you know high stress things of that nature. Comes home and he's seeing like his his baby for the first time and he's just watching all the amazement that this baby is getting from literally everything. 
and there's there's literal jealousy you know so being able to 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 figure out a way to stay in that zone where you know you're still excited about things and you're not discouraged by the way the world is i mean it's a it's almost an art form nowadays wow yeah absolutely well hey kelly brilliant answer right and for anybody who doesn't follow or subscribe to renee rodriguez you absolutely should right because I have heard it said it said a more aggressive way. I decided not to lead with that, which is we don't answer stupid questions with stupid answers. <laughs> so, you know, Kelly, uh, maybe I feel like this is a natural kind of instant place to go to because everybody's asking it. I saw Tim Brahim, a video that he put out yesterday on like, what, how are, how, what are we saying to people right now looking at the market? Oh my gosh, is, are we going to have a crash, right? Is this going to be another 2008? Like, what are you seeing in the media and online, right? And how are you combating, I guess, this fear-based narrative that some people are subscribing to? Yeah, I think there's such a huge opportunity right now for professionals in both real estate and lending to set the story straight because we're all listening to this national news. And first of all, realize it's national, right? It's not local. It's not specific to your market. And so there's a big difference there where there could be a difference. Secondly, it's all negative. So if your clients are tuning in you know, while they're getting ready, driving to work, watching the news, whatever it is, they're hearing all of the fear. So we've got to counter it. It doesn't mean stuff isn't happening. Stuff is happening. The market's changing. Real estate markets always change. Throughout time, they change. So it's up to us to set that story straight and be able to be calm through the storm and just educate. That, that's truly my passion is just, let's just figure out why is this different now than in 2008? And I have a video on YouTube where I actually walk through the three differences today that are different from 2008. So why we, no, nobody knows 100% what's going to happen, right? But we can identify very real differences today. And so now let's talk about it, right? Let's, let's share that with people. And there's a lot of different ways we can do that. We can do that through podcasts. We can do that through email. We can do that through face-to-face. -face. We can do that through phone calls. We can also do that through video. And I'm a big advocate of using digital media, specifically video and YouTube, just to be able to share a different story and a different side to what people are hearing in the national media. Uh, you answered the question I literally was writing down, which is how do we advise people <laughs> to combat the media? And you just said it. So creating content. Um, I think that, you know, since we're talking about fear, right, as part of this, maybe a lot of people don't really have the confidence of, leading being a leader right because if you don't really have anything to contribute right then maybe it is honestly easier to just take what other people are putting out there and there's a lot of negative negativity right there's a lot of fear-based content marketing happening around this so how do you how do we teach others i guess where where's a good place for them to start right if somebody wants to get the confidence maybe to start creating videos right i have some ideas there but how are, how are you advising what your partners and your uh you know other team members to to go about getting that confidence? Well, first I would say, kind of determine where your sweet spot is. Like, what do you know? What do you know you know, right? And then talk about that. Don't try to be somebody that you're not. Don't try to be an expert outside of your lane. Be, be you. What are you talking to your clients about? Now take that to a digital in a bigger format. That's, that, that's a, when you do that, now you're, you're able to talk confidently because it's something that you're talking about every day throughout the day and you've probably been doing that for years so first i would just say start by talking about what makes you you and what separates you from others and what do you know let's start there and now how are you going to share it 
We're big supporters and advocates of YouTube. It's the number two search engine in the world. It's where people go to learn. So if you're going to come from that part to serve and that part of just educating, I tell people all the time, it doesn't matter if you use me or another lender. Here's what you need to know, because I truly believe that. And I think if we come at it from that perspective, we're just sharing information that we hope if somebody's going to give us 30 seconds of their time, they could bring value to them and help them move the needle to achieve their dreams. Hey, Kelly, let me ask you a question that, you know, I think you give some pretty good perspective on. I sometimes wonder if people have been in this business so long that they become desensitized to what people are really thinking versus what they know is actually happening within the mortgage business. Like, for example, um, if you have a word, like the word diet, like when people think of the word diet, what do they think of? Like, I'm going to be restrictive in what I do as opposed to going, what is my overall picture look like? Same with the word recession. Like everybody hears the word recession and all of a sudden it's a, it's a freaky, dangerous term as opposed to educating somebody on why it's not a bad thing, right? So I guess my question to you is like, how do you get somebody in the headspace of trying to really understand what the average person that may not know enough about our industry to be able to have a, a, a thought that can calm those fears and then actually put out content that is related specifically to what they should feel and what they should know versus what you know the media is kind of pushing us to, to feel and understand. Yeah, so two things we do. One, and this is the number one, anybody in business or life can do, and that's just to talk to people. Let's just ask questions, right? Because sometimes we think we know what people are thinking, but really, how do we know? We just start talking. Let's ask them questions and keep asking questions and ask really good questions. Pretty soon, you're going to start to get a general idea of where people are right now. So first thing is we just have to listen, ask questions and listen, listen. And then secondly, we use tools in the social space like TubeBuddy and VidIQ. And we, we go out and find out what people are searching for, because that's another way that tells us where where the questions are. So now we can bring some advice, guidance, or answers to those questions in a bigger format. And I know we've, we've touched on this already before, but something I want to go a little bit deeper on is, you know, we, we kind of talked about, you know, I, I love listening to uh, stories about people that were in war because it's just, it's such an amazing um, time for people to really come together and realize they have to rely on each other. But some of the things that you hear is how they talk about how they themselves as leaders have to remain calm just so the people around them remain calm, right? And I know that in especially being a leader, it can be, you know, you cannot have somebody be calm with their clients unless they themselves are calm, right? So how do you, if somebody were to come out to you and is obviously freaking out about what what's going on with their business, things of that nature, how do you get them in the right headspace um, before they start getting to the point where they're interacting with their clients? Well, first, I don't think that the headspace part starts right now, right? I think it's something that we just do throughout our businesses. And so being intentional with our thoughts and being intentional about what we're listening to and how we're growing our teams or each other or our business partners or our clients, I think the intentionality is a big piece of this. Secondly, it's mindset. We have to choose what we're going to let seep in there and what we're going to kind of guard against. And that's that takes courage and that also takes discipline. 
right? And then thirdly, I would say that just getting educated about what's really going on, because it's really easy to get like all worked up, you know, but really once we start to slow it down, at least for me, that's where the calmness comes. And then that's how I can then take that calmness to my team, to my community, to our business partners. And really let's talk about what's truly happening. The great thing about this cycle in this business is there's always an opportunity. It doesn't matter what's happening. There's always an opportunity, but we have to be there with our mindset to be open to finding the opportunity and then working together to go make that happen. So I, it's a choice is the easy answer. It's a choice to come at it every day and just find what can I do today? What can I do today to help? And if we come at it with that heart to serve, and we're listening to really what the problems are, then we can bring solutions. And that's how we get through stuff. That's how we get through difficult times in life. That's how we get through market moments. That's just how we get through it. At least that's how I get through it. Yeah. A, a great example of this, and, and I know that people that know me well know that in 2020, it was a very tough year and not for the reasons that you think. So um, my mother was... Uh, diagnosed with cancer in 2019, she went into remission. 2020, March 2020. If you guys think back to what was going on in the world, March 2020, she gets the death sentence. She's got four to six weeks to live. Two weeks later, COVID shuts down our world, right? And then shortly thereafter, the Fed drops the Fed funds rate to zero, and my world is spinning. I mean, I'm just you know completely. I don't even know what way is up. The only way I got through that kind of moment was I had to choose. I had to make a decision. Okay, here's what's going on. I have great people around me. I asked for help when I, I couldn't do it all on my own, but I had to decide what was the most important thing for me in that moment. And that was taking care of her and going through hospice and being there. And I'm so grateful that I have amazing people that could allow me to do that. So I set up shop in her house and I worked there and then I would sign off, go in, take care of her. She would nap, I'd come back and work. And while that sounds just horrible, and it was, there was also beauty in it because I made the choice to get through it. I made the choice that I knew what was the most important thing and everything else just fell into place. And I would say when you're in that moment, getting calm in your heart, even though it's being torn apart, you can do that. It's a decision. And we didn't skip a beat. And we didn't skip a beat simply because I've been so lucky to have amazing people around me that were like, we got you. And I needed that. I needed that behind me. So I, I think, know that there are people around you that want to help you. And sometimes we're like, oh, I got this. I got this, you know, and I'm kind of one of those people that was the first time in my life I was like, yeah, I don't got this. I don't got this at all. Like, I don't even know where to turn. And then somehow all these people and these answers started to come about, but it was just because I was open to it. And so I had to make the choice. So I think that, again, no matter what's happening in life, it's a decision. It's a conscious decision. And that intentionality means everything to the decisions you're going to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't get to, you don't get to not be human mm -mm. and you know, guess what? You're going to make mistakes, right? Uh, a yeah. recent quote I heard is, you know, if I fail more than you, I win. Mm -hmm. And it's perspective, right? It's that perspective you're talking about. I also just, you know, 
we should be surrounding ourselves with people who are reminding us more of our future than our past. I think that it's, again, we're talking about right now, intentionality, having self-awareness. I did, you know, I keep bringing up Renee, love Renee Rodriguez. And, you know, he talked, one of the things he said was anybody who tells me that they're self-aware, I'm skeptical of. Because how do you like self-awareness is like an ongoing project, right? Like it's self-discovery always. So kind of what you're saying right now, I think that it's, it behooves us to really be, to have a process, right? To have a process that we're always kind of, okay, who am I, who am I surrounded with? What direction am I going? What is my vision? Who's helping me get there? Um, wanted to ask you, Kelly, because it was a question in the chat. Like, who are well, the question was, um, where do you get your content, and where are the best places to get local information? First, we'll answer that, and then I'll ask. I guess the follow up I had to that. So, where do you get? Where do you go to get content, and where where are the best places to get uh, local information? So, content. I'm assuming for videos. I, I think that was probably where the question is geared. Yeah, probably. So, with that, there's so many places you can get content. If you're a lender. First and foremost, just keep a running list. I keep it in my phone of just stuff that goes wrong, right, in the loan process. So you get a call from your real estate agent, the client's working with another lender, their loan's declined, they have to close in three days. Like, there's a story. So tell the story. That's content. Uh, secondly, I think that, you know, as markets change, the need of the buyer changes. And so I use resources like Mortgage Coach. I'm big in the Mortgage Coach community. I follow it. I learn from it. Every day I learn something. Um, I follow Barry Habib at MBS Highway because he's giving me that market update. I understand now why things are happening the way that they're happening. I wasn't surprised today with the CPI report because Barry's been prepping us that you know for that for two weeks. So just getting your arms around it. Now, do I go out and I talk about CPI too? Uh, my database? No, because frankly, they don't care. What they care about is what that means to them. And so I think being able to just understand on a high level what's happening and then just bring that down. I think news hacking is another great thing, you know, so there's so many people out in the news or in podcasts or digital that, you know, are saying certain things. And so maybe just piggybacking that if you agree, great. If you don't, then set the story straight on why. Um, I just did a big interview uh, about reverse mortgages. I think that it's a topic that gets a lot of just like poo-poo, you know, there's a, a lot of just myths about them on why they're so awful. Well, I think like any loan program, there's pros and cons to it. And now in this market, it's relevant again. So let's just bring it to the forefront. So I, I think that, you know, again, every market has a need and we have to be able to shift and figure out. What does our market need today? What do our business partners need today? I'm voicing to all of our real estate partners, find your lane, find your medium. And if that's not video, it's okay. But what is it? Is it podcast? Is it editorial? Is it writing? Is it newsletters? Whatever that thing is, let's find it. Because it's our jobs together to go out and share quality, correct information. For us local here in the Phoenix market, um, the Cromford report is a great report. Um, I have real estate agents that don't like Cromford and they use other tools. So I tap into them and just say, give me your debrief and they'll get me the, the details. And then I'll take that and bring it back and just regurgitate it. And kind of obviously, since I'm a lender, I'm coming at it from a different perspective. Yeah. So and for everyone, just to kind of bring this back, take a quick step back, reset the table. Like we're talking about inspiration over fear and subscribing to a lot of these people and Kelly, you naturally ended up right where I wanted you to go is who, who are you surrounding yourself with? 
that inspires you, right? That reminds you of your future, right? More than your past. And that's, that's something that not only, you know, you could ask local people, but it's something that nobody's perfect at, right? I'm guilty of this where I'll see people put out, putting out great YouTube or great Instagram real content. And you know what the reality is? That's still just their opinion. They're, they're not an authority on, Hey, like, here's what you need to do. Like, you know, to prepare for a recession. I mean, not going to dive into politics or religion or all those things, but you know what? Lots of people fight over those things. So I, I love Kelly. You mentioned earlier that we need to find our lane, right? You need to find kind of your niche, like something that you feel confident, comfortable in, but don't be, don't be scared. Like to, to also copy other people, put it in your own words, right? Imitation is one of the best forms of flattery, but remember that you're allowed to make mistakes. You're allowed to share your opinion, just like everyone else is sharing their opinion. They don't get to claim some, you know, title of I'm the number one person, right? To, to talk about this topic. So more, anyone's more than welcome to contribute on something like that. Yeah, All right. Well, cool. So beginning of that sentence, ahead, Tom, I think you had a question in there. Obviously present company excluded Kelly, like who inspires you? Well, I think first, you know, the people around me, um, I, I love this community that's here, my tribe, you know, I, I learn something every day and, and we, we have this group text and, and, you know, I'll wake up in the morning and share something, you know, or there share something on there. And, and uh, last night we were sharing and, and I, I love this amazing group of people that are on this journey with me. So they inspire me every day. Um, when I think about just my daily routine, I am very intentional about going out and finding people that are inspirational, people that have messages. So right now I'm reading uh, Tony Robbins' Life Force book. Like there's so much good stuff in there. You know, I'm watching podcasts with him and Ed Milet and Lewis House. And, and, and I'm, I just, that's what I do when I'm getting ready in the morning. I'm listening to something that's good. It's going to set me up. It's going to set my mindset off on the right path. So then when I get here, I'm ready to help elevate those people around me. And um, it, I mean, that's that's just my routine. I love that. Uh, Kelly, you were just at uh, Think Media conference, right? Yes, it was so good. It was your so team, good. Your team told me you were there. And uh, I actually have been following, I forget his name. What's his name? Oh, Sean Contrell. Yeah. And yeah. It, honestly, I've been following him for years, probably before he was that big. And, uh, you know, I, I, another form of imitation. I started ripping off some of the way that he does yeah. his his intros and like things like that. You know, we do too. We do too. Like we're yeah. big. Well, I mean, um, honestly, people like that promote it. They want you to, right? So again, remember, imitation is one of the best forms of flattery. Um, yeah. Want to be mindful if anyone does have a question, go ahead and just throw it in the chat real quick. We'll get to any of those. We have about six minutes left, so want to be make sure if you did have a question, we'll get to those. But uh, Kelly, what are, what are the conversations you you had before you got on this Zoom meeting? you know, yesterday, what are some of the challenges that your team's facing right now with this market in regards to, you know, combating fear, being an inspiration? How are you helping them, you know, today, yesterday with that narrative? Well, with my team, you know, we meet every day and we're just doing simple, just kind of like talk a thought tracks about, hey, you know, today we're talking, whether it's a loan status update day of the week. So what are we saying? What's relevant today that we can move the needle in somebody's life? So our loan status update calls are outbound to the real estate agents on current transactions. So that's kind of like a scenario. Um, we're getting ready to 
technically it, 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 it go through our entire database and I have a very large database because I've been lending for a moment or two anywho's but anyway and just getting ready to you know call make calls to our database and just kind of reconnect and make sure that they know that we're here if they have questions just about what they're hearing in the media just to call or text and you know ask us and just making sure that they know we're here so just thought tracks around that as we're meeting with business partners um, I think really the big thing with, with that is, again, better understanding how are they shifting and helping them kind of maybe see what they aren't seeing and how they can be relevant in today's world, right? Because if you're a real estate agent or you're a loan officer, four months ago was a whole different world than it is today. So today, what are we doing today, right? And so tell me what you're doing, great. And I love to solve problems. It's just kind of my thing. So I'm gonna take notes and I'll be like, okay, how about HomeBot? Or how about, you know, considering this? Or again, just how, what are they doing to make sure that they're out there and they're who their clients are listening to as opposed to somebody else? Yeah, right? you're making me think of, uh, I feel like now we're gonna end up at a place where we recommend, each of us recommends one book. So you just shared one, <laughs> Kelly. And you remind me of the Challenger sale which you know if you're going into those meetings and it, you're not bringing new ideas right you're not in value creation mode yeah. right in that book it talks about how everyone thinks the relationship salesperson is the one who wins when they're actually the person who comes in dead last and it's because you go in that meeting and you don't actually teach them anything you don't create any new ideas the one who wins is the challenger salesperson is the person who goes in that meeting and says guys i think that this is wrong or why aren't we doing this? Or this is something you need to be doing. And you should make that person feel, and I didn't think about that. Oh, I, we, wow, I hadn't even like, we, we haven't done that in forever. Like, oh my gosh, like, don't be afraid to shy away from that. Like, I, I would highly recommend that book. Um, Eric, I'm gonna put it to you actually really quickly. What's a book you're reading right now? Something you recommend to people? That I'm reading right now, I'm actually reading uh, Great Expectations again, because I like it, I'm a, I'm a big, Charles Dickens fan. Um, Fantastic. There you go, guys. <laughs> so it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily mortgage related, you know, but that's what I, I, I enjoy reading. You're staying in the <laughs> But I if like I were it. to read a book, um, some of my favorites are, are, are by um, uh, Simon Sinek. It's just the way he oh, articulates and puts words together. It's like, I know that, but the way you said it makes me feel like I don't know how to think properly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, perfect segue. Kelly, have you read The Infinite Game? I have not. I'm going to send it to you. Okay. Um, uh, that's a good way, I think, for us to kind of uh, head toward a, a closing here is oh. The Infinite Game is the concept, especially right now this applies. That, there it is. Start with we'll start cool. with why. That's his first book. Infinite Game is his second. Stop playing real estate and mortgage like it's a game you can win, right? Nobody wins real estate. Nobody wins mortgages. However, you see a lot of companies and you see a lot of people actually trying to win it, right? They're, they think that when they get that sale or when they become number one in purchase volume or something like that, right? They're number one in market share in their area, that that's winning. Well, guess what happens the next month? The game keeps going, right? So I highly recommend picking up a copy of The Infinite Game. It honestly is kind of like, I shouldn't say it's a Bible to me. That's kind of blasphemy. Sacrilege. Well, by the way, just speaking of which, because I think this is a great way to get to know people, is in the background, I noticed uh, that you have two two signs on your on, on your background. What do they say and what, what does that mean to you? 
So this one over here says, um, chase your dreams in the cutest shoes you own. Because, I mean, hello. Like, I told you I was a dreamer, and I do love shoes. Let's see, what other one do you have? It's in a little gray one in the corner. In the over bottom. here? Yep. Oh, that one says, be still and know that I am God. Oh, that's awesome. All right, guys, <laughs> surround, surround yourself, right, with people who remind you more of your future than your past. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for taking the time to join us today. This episode is going to be available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Kelly, really appreciate you taking the time to be with us, talking about inspiration over fear. Do you guys have any last comments, things you want to add? Just thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. And I would just say every day, just be intentional about what you're going to put in here because that drives everything. I will tell you, Kelly, super, uh, we really do appreciate your time. I, I enjoy getting perspective from so many great people in this industry. And the fact that you would take some time out to have a conversation with these two clowns, we appreciate it. Oh, it's yeah. my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, please, if you get something out of this, when you see this video drop on YouTube or wherever you watch podcasts, listen to podcasts, watch, you can watch podcasts on, on Spotify, actually. <laughs> please give it a like, a comment, and we really appreciate all of you. Have a fantastic day.